Let's face it, boss mama life can be hard. A constant juggle between success and family and taking care of mama too. What the hell were we thinking, Liz? I don't know. From school runs, office meetings to cooking dinner, boss mama life can be hard. Are we crazy to think we can have it all? I mean, are we are we good moms? What if I'm not spending enough time with my kids? Did someone say we should limit our kids to one hour of screen time? When was the last time you got your nails done? Who says we can't have pizza or pasta every night? I'm not even going to tell you how long it's been since I've had sex. Relax, Mama. We've all been there. And the good news is that, yes, you can have it all. And you don't need to feel like you're alone in the process. Join us, Laura and Liz, as we keep it real about Boss Mama Life. We interview incredible women around the world who have actually made a business from their passions and created a whole life they love. This is a spot where they share their tips, tools, and tricks, which help you level up your game. It won't be easy. It takes grit and soul to feel magic. But with a little boss mama mindset, you can reach your dreams. So on that note, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite cocktail and put on your headphones. Yeah, sometimes we use language which may be inappropriate for your little ones. And get cozy with us as we interview today's Lady Boss Mama. Hey, Liz. What's up, Laura? Yesterday was so much fun for our photo shoot. Oh, my God. I had an amazing time. I wanted to have some cocktails, though, during. I know. Well, (laughs) more of that later. But I can't believe after that you took your daughter to acting and still made it to Disney. I did. I know. How do you do that? I think I enjoy the chaos. Like, I think I, like, thrive off of the chaos. If I'm not, like, running around like a chicken, it's like I'm I'm not good. A little masochistic, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But I like to see the joy in them. Like, they were so excited excited to get there and so it was just super fun it's actually true because I left you and I went and picked up my son early and he had this face of like pure excitement like wait you're here already and I thought oh it melts my heart you know I know it's really cute but after that of course we went into the normal evening routine there was nothing no Disney excitement for us (laughs) (laughs) for me Disneyland is like the place I love to hate like I love it when you get there but all the hoopla and getting there everyone knows when that's been you know so but we had a great time and I had the PJs packed in the car and the toothbrushes and I love that you did that my son is he's terrible at transitioning from like the car to the bed like if I get him to sleep he has to stay asleep in whatever he's in (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I wore him ragged, so. And no stroller. No stroller. Well, he's three. I'm yeah. still struggling with the no stroller because he wants to run around like a crazy person. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that he settles down a little bit. Anyways, we're so excited about today. I can't. First of all, it's our first episode. It sucks to be a boss mama, but I'm also thrilled to have our guest, T. Lopez, on. When we first met, actually, during XO Rachel Pitzel's event, like a year ago, actually, I was really drawn to your authenticity. Even then, you and your daughter were just so cute there. And so when we talked about guests, I was like, we have to get her on. I've been listening to your podcast. I'm a big fan. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm I'm so excited for you guys. I'm so honored to be on the first episode ever. I mean, no pressure, right? No pressure <laughs> on the guest to be the first guest. But I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so happy that you guys are starting this. I think it's really important. It, These are important conversations to have. These are things we all wish we had, right, when we were first going through, you know, first kid, motherhood, not knowing if 
this was normal or just anything like that. So I'm just, I'm happy to be here and I'm excited for you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to say also that when I was listening to your podcast, I felt like we were a little bit kindred spirits because we both went through difficult loss. Yes. And I think that really, recently I listened to your podcast actually the other day, The Life After Loss. And I just, I have to say, I got really emotional, but also just the courage of, of one woman to have to go through, you know, losing her child at six years old. But anybody who hasn't checked out Mom Life Yo should check it out and then also listen to that. And Thank you. Yeah. yeah, so I have a podcast called Mom Life Yo. It's actually a radio show. We go live and then we podcast it up. It's myself and my co-creator, co-founder, Bregan Jane. And those are the conversations we have. It's just the real conversations. I mean, who wants to talk about losing a child? No one wants to talk about it. But guess what? There's a mom at home who's lost a child or who's miscarried and it's going to help to know that someone else has been through it, that someone else had those same feelings, that someone else was questioning their life, questioning God. Because when you're at home, you don't, if you don't know that that's normal, you just go into this dark place of like, well, I can't share that. And so then you also don't see yourself on the other side of it because you feel like you're the only one or you or you you know you have these bad thoughts and you get so down on yourself so I think for us it was always going to be the thing we were going to do we were going to talk about the things no one was talking about we were going to go all the way there and I will tell you before starting mom life yo I never talked about my loss so it also pushed me out of my own comfort zone and it helped me in the process, like me telling my story, which is what I hope helps other moms. You know, I had two boys and they passed away. One passed when he was a month old. One passed when he was a day old. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard now. You have tissues in here. I know. <laughs> I forgot the tissues. Oh, man. You know, this is my second round of motherhood. I have two girls. They're five years old and two and a half years old. So, I mean, for me in particular, when it comes to loss, and I know I didn't know if we were going to go this route or not, but when it comes to loss, there are two things. One, it helps to talk about it you feel like you're helping someone else but really you just you're working through it yourself and by the way when I went through it I was shocked to know that it's actually one in four women and when I shared my blog many of my friends who I've been friends with for years came out and told me about mm -hmm. their stories and I was just like why don't more people talk about it so and when I read your blog I just <clears throat> I felt everything and it, it does. It gives you this sense of community. It gives you a sense of support. Even if you've never met the person, if you're reading it online or if you're listening to this now and you've never met me, just know that, you know, we're, we're connected. We go through the same things. Other moms have been through that. Another thing that I really always want to shed light on with that in particular is that things happen in, you know, after loss. You know, I have my kids now. And there are times when you get down on yourself about, well, you know, I shouldn't complain about anything. Exactly. They're like, here. I need to be grateful for everything I have. Yeah, and that's not, <laughs> yes, it's not I am grateful. Yeah. I'm happy that they're breathing. But you're still going to have your ups and downs. Yes, on the daily, <laughs> I can, like, give yourself permission to complain when you need to, to just say, it was hard today. Hell yeah. This little crazy baby, mm -hmm. you know, I want to send to grandma's house for the weekend. Like, it's okay for me to say that, and I want for other moms to know that it's okay if you've gone through the loss and now you have have your baby and you're maybe going through some sort of postpartum something or you know I didn't know that a lot of things about my loss years ago would come up 
when I had my babies now and I was so happy. so happy. I had no idea. All these like weird layers of things were coming back and I was like, oh, didn't know I hadn't dealt with that. And the reason that I brought it up today and I mean, obviously it's super close in my mind, but the thing is, is that often when you're in the limelight, like you are, sometimes people look at our lives and they're like, oh, she has the most perfect life, you know? And, and this whole episode is about actually, no matter what, there are moments where it sucks to be a boss mama. It sucks period, to go through certain things in life. And there are challenges just like the next person. And I think that's just, you know, why I wanted to just share and say, like, look, we all have challenges and we're human, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the more we share, the better, it, you know, we can all help each other. Or here are some things we do when we're, you know, when exactly. we're feeling that heat, you know? Exactly. Um, and here, here are the places that we fail, <laughs> just yeah. so that you know that, like, you know, we fail. People fail. When you're a CEO of a company and you don't make it in time for the recital, you feel like you failed that day. Exactly. Or if your kid threw up on right. you and you didn't make it to the meeting on time that you were conducting, mm-hmm. you feel like you failed that day. And yeah. it happens. It just happens. And that day just sucks Sucks. sometimes. So what have you found that works then? Like, to Liz's point, like, what are your coping I think to switch my perspective, I mean, there's there's a lot of talk about balance. Do I try to balance? Yes. Is there always a balance? No. Even this last year, I feel like we grew the Mom Life Yo brand. We're now, it's our second year anniversary. The show does Congrats. really well. Thank you. Where can people listen on the radio? So we're live on Dash Radio every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So whatever time zone you're in, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Um, Eastern. Eastern. And you can get it on the Dash app. You can go to dashradio.com. We're on the talk station, dashradio.com forward slash dash talk x or we have an app we have a mom life yo app and if you're listening on demand we're on itunes and all the places you can get your podcasts yeah so during this past year specifically outside of mom life yo i have my own brand and Bregan has her own brand so there are three brands that we're trying to manage uphold and a lot (laughs) yes and at the time last year we're building the mom life yo brand it's doing really well i'm booking the guests i'm editing the episodes we're you know putting together the interviews and i'm also on pbs on camera at the you know and the studio is far to drive and i'm having to drop off my kids you know at an earlier time and pick them up later and i have gigs i have singing gigs like there's there's so much and i think when you put up the post the instagram posts that are like and i did this today and i did that today and when everyone comments and like wow you're such a a boss mom and you're doing it all and I'm like yeah but you know last year was a big teaching year for me because when you're doing that many things there is always a sacrifice whether you know you're sacrificing it or not it's there and I was sacrificing my kids Mm -hmm. I was sacrificing my time with them I didn't know that that was even happening I was taking my kids on like you know, I'd go with my older one, Ellie, I'd take her on a big girl date. I'd go with my younger one and I'd take her on like the baby play date. And I was thinking that like, I was checking off the list is what I was doing. Yeah. I was going, yep, being a good mom on, the, on this day, doing this on that day. But my time wasn't there. I was so stressed out. I wasn't present. I was stressed out. I was, but I was doing all the things on the surface. I was being the quote boss mom on the surface. Mm-hmm. 
And my daughters were the ones who called me out on it. <laughs> Kids but, are very smart. Yes. <laughs> very intuitive. Yes. <laughs> I did. We were coming home from school. I picked up my daughters from school at the latest possible time I could pick them up because you get used to that, <laughs> right? I feel the worst, though. Yeah, every but you time. get used to it. And once you get used to it, you're like, oh, I have this amount of time to right. make use of. So I'm going to make use of all of it. And I was doing that without realizing, you know, I am. I, I'm taking from them. And these are their formative years. And so I picked them up from school this day and I feel like I, I was drinking my own Kool-Aid and I was feeling like the boss mom. And we did this thing every day. What are you grateful for? And, you know, my daughter tells me what she's grateful for. And she goes, what are you grateful for? And I said, I'm so grateful to be your mom. That makes me so happy. And she said, but you're so tired. Hmm. And I was just like, Uh-oh. <laughs> mom failed, right? <laughs> I, oh, I'm going to get emotional when I think about it because in that moment, any other day, I might not have been listening, right? I might have just shared it as like a funny thing that happened on Mom Life You. And I would have said, can you believe what she said to me? How funny is that? We're out here working all the time and she sees that I'm a mom zombie. But that day I was listening and that day I heard the butt in the sentence. (laughs) She said, it wasn't you're so happy to be my mom it was you're so tired to be my mom and I was just like how could she possibly think that I'm doing all the things but it was the energy that she was feeling from me Mm -hmm. and I realized where the real sacrifice was and so this year I've changed it a lot but I will tell you you know when I changed the structure of my life and started spending more time with my kids guess what something else is the sacrifice Mm -hmm. and so then it became the T. Lopez brand which is I do music I do media I've done it for 20 years I've been on television interviewing producing I've done it for you know for that long and I was like well I can't do that and raise my kids and do mom life Mm -hmm. yo so I put my own career on the back burner focused on mom life yo and my kids focus on my house just putting love into the house that's on my list next year mine too oh geez just organization in the house that makes the kids feel more peaceful you know just those type of things that I was I didn't even realize I was neglecting I didn't I kept making excuses I kept justifying it and going well like I'm out and I'm making money and this is what I have to do I have to do it it's so hard all these choices we have to make Mm -hmm. and it's just you know this this conversation of feeling like you have to take a step back in some part of your life it's very tough i was talking to my husband last night after we put the kids in bed from disney and i said honey i just want to i want a day off and then he goes <laughs> okay sunday Sunday, let's drop the kids off at grandma's. I go, no. I go, I want, and I was dead serious. I said, I want to do the laundry. Yeah. And vacuum all of my floors and put all the toys away. And he's like, he looked at me like I was crazy. Because he's thinking day off is very different. But I really (laughs) craved that being at home and doing that stuff. I have a housekeeper that comes, but she's not there every day. She's like, you know, once a week, once every other week. So, but I like doing those things because it's, keeping my home you know yeah. it's something I take pride in and and that's that's been slipping so yeah I totally get it but that's something very real and the audience should be 
forgiving on themselves, but also knowing that you can take action. Like yeah. you heard her and we always have choices. It's like, what do you do about it? And you know, you could have heard her and still chosen something else. And that would have been your choice. Mm-hmm. It's whatever you choose because it's coming from your heart or what you feel is right. And that's what's important, right? Yes. That we do that. Yes. And, and I think exactly what you just said, Liz, some of those things that you want to take pride for, you don't always give yourself permission because you go, well, that's not what a boss mom does. <laughs> I have to run the company. And especially for me, I have girls. Yeah. So I can easily justify it by going, I'm showing them what a powerful woman is. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, mm-hmm. it does show them that. The work ethic, I bring them sometimes with me on set or to the show on at the station. And I show them how much I love it, but I also show them how much work it is. And I show them how much I miss them when they're when they're not with me. And then when we do go home and we give ourselves permission to really like doing the dishes and to like, like I wasn't giving myself permission before to take pride in when my daughter's looking for the one little fairy wand. Oh, the, the, the lights just went out here in the studio. When, when my daughter is asking for the one little fairy wand that has the pink stripe instead of the blue stripe. And I actually know where it is because I've been organizing the house as mama and I've been setting up the house. You know, now this year, I think I take pride in that in a way where last year I wouldn't have allowed myself to. I would have been like, oh, that's cute. You have time to be at home and clean for your kids. I have a, I have a job and I work and I that's what I would have done last year. And this year, it's just like, no, mom knows where the other pink sock is. I know exactly which drawer it is. I'm that mom today. And it makes me feel good. There's so much pressure, so many roles. You know you what's know? obscene, though, is so- that the amount of time it takes me to find my kids' socks in the morning. That <laughs> it's so wrong. The dryer eats them all. The it's dryer so eats wrong. them all. And I'm, every morning I say, Liz, get your shit together on these socks. <laughs> Get your shit together. It sucks. You know what Come I started on. doing? I threw away all the kids' socks. By the way, if anyone out there knows a place where you can recycle unmatched socks, because I'm always like, oh, matched socks, Good you idea. can take them to the thrift store. And you can give it to Goodwill, or you can donate matched socks that are still in good condition. But unmatched socks, I don't want to put them in landfill. Where do I put them? Anyway, I digress. I threw them away. <laughs> And I bought from, I think it was like Old Navy, but I'm just like, these are the only socks I'm buying from now on. They're going to be the exact same so that I never have to match them. I'm never buying a print again. Yes. And it has saved my sanity a little That's bit. A just idea. a little bit. Old Navy, here I come. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Just anything. Target, <laughs> whatever. Navy socks, same color all the way through. Yes. Never have to worry about it again. Yes. The same cut. Yes. It has helped me. I will <laughs> tell you. It's the little things. So backing up on singer-songwriter, I know you're not not as focused on it right now, but in the past you have been and you were still managing a family and doing all of the other stuff. And I think, you know, in the boss mama life, especially when you're an entrepreneur, period, the end, it's volatile. There is not, you know, an expected income all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in the entertainment industry, I think you are probably very familiar with that as well. So talk to us a little bit about that and how you were able to sort of like achieve, you know, your sense of balance when it comes to like finances, because you're both in the entertainment industry, both you and your husband. Yes. So it's like because I work with my husband on a lot of things, too, but we're both entrepreneurs, so we don't have anything guaranteed coming in. Right. So and when you're an entrepreneur, you're not 
always great with managing money. They, yeah. <laughs> what do they say? The um, the teacher the, needs a teacher, or the or the mechanic's car is always broken. broken. Something exactly. Like that. Yeah. Because some gigs, you know, some gigs. I'll say gigs, but some jobs you get as an entrepreneur, some projects that you work on, you can get twenty grand that night for whatever it was, and then the next. You know, two weeks, three weeks, two months, you get nothing. But you're, it's like this mentality of like, oh, I make so much when I do it that you just, yeah. But it has not been easy. I think that particular line of business, me being in entertainment, has taught me a lot about what to expect, what not to expect. I'm more lenient. Uh, lenient is not the word. I'm more, I'm less hard on myself when it comes to that because I, you have to know that there's something in the future, even when there's not anything right now. And you have to know, mindset, you have to know that the money that you've made right now, or things are going really well right now, and that they might take a dip. You just, you, that's just now ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're like a little chipmunk and you store up for the winter. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and It also taught me to be less rigid. I just have to change with the times. I have to constantly evolve. When I was first in the music industry, people actually bought music. (laughs) Like they went to the store and bought a CD. Yeah. And then, yes, then I was in it when that was happening. So I was making money off of music. I didn't have to do anything else but make music. And then, when that crashed and no one's buying music, you have to figure out a way to still do your passion, but it maybe looks different and you keep evolving and you keep mm. figuring out what you're passionate about. So for me, I had to go, like as an entrepreneur, as someone in the in the business, in the music business and in the entertainment business, I had to dig all the way deep down to the root of what it is that I really do. Because do I love to sing? Yes. Do I love to host on television? Yes. Do I love to interview people? Yes. And so that can take you in so many different directions. But I had to get down to the, like, what is the root word of all those things that I, if, like, if I'm an influencer, what am I influencing? Because it's got to be the same through my music as it is through my interviews, as it is, and we've talked about this, Laura, and for me, it's hope. For me, it's if I'm writing a song, if I'm interviewing someone, it's always hope. I'm always trying to ignite hope in others. I'm always trying to help people find the hope in themselves and in their situations for the future. So that makes it very, it gives me a clearer direction, I guess I should say. Then I know what's worth it for me to take. What's worth it for me to spend a little time away from my kids? What's worth it for me to, you know, if if we're like in the bigger sense and in the, and in the very, you know, fluffy language of like, how are we changing the world? For me, that's what it really is. That's what I want to leave here. That's what I want to instill in my kids. And so if I'm doing that in the project that is proposed to me or in the project that I'm starting, if I'm actually doing that and I'm and when I'm on set, it's happening or if I'm interviewing, it's worth it to me and I will move forward with it. If I'm not doing that and it's like I sometimes I don't I mean, even if it's paying a lot, it's just it's taking my energy away. And then I don't have the energy to come home and do bath time. Like it's not worth it to me. There's so much in what you just said that I just I'm like thrilled about. And I feel like our listeners should definitely take away, you know, it's keeping up with changes. It's, you know, digging deep and changing your mindset or having a good perspective on something. But What's super important, and I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago on Instagram Live, is you can have all the goals in the world, but if you don't know your reason why, like what really sets your soul on fire, you 
you're never going to be happy about it. And as women, we take on things that we shouldn't be taking on mm-hmm. and it's just depleting us of energy yeah. like you just said but we're doing it because we're kind of like just like well should I do it and what will it lead me like you really got to dig deep and find what your why is right yes and that's then the very first step yeah. <laughs> yes and then you'll and then you will start working smarter and, and not harder you will stop running around in circles you won't doubt yourself as much is it a perfect like no some days you're going to doubt yourself but you won't doubt yourself as much when you can find that little spot at the at the very bottom of that particular project or on that day if you find it there you'll take it and it'll be worth it to you and you know it's what you're teaching your kids too and if and because you're right sometimes we just do things because they look good sometimes we do things because that's what all the other moms are doing or that's what all the other women empowerment movements are doing and you feel good on that day and then you know you're just exhausted by the end of the week because there's nothing that you took from it. It didn't replenish you in any way to continue moving forward. It just took from you. Yeah, my friend calls it, it didn't fill your cup. If it doesn't fill your cup, don't do it. Yes, <clears throat> and you can't pour from an empty cup. But a lot of people struggle with how to say no. How have you learned to say no? How have you learned to turn away from something that doesn't give you energy? Like, I will tell you it did not happen until I had my kids until I had the girls and I mean before that I was a full-blown adult still doing it like I was still like you know wasting energy here and there I didn't know that that's what I was doing though Mm. so I think it's important to even now you know as you're listening mom at home or in your car I encourage you to dig deep and to go okay well here's my passion but why is it my passion like if your passion is to start a women's group that is in activism or whatever it is, why are you passionate about that? What is it that you're trying to ignite in other people? And then you will get down to one phrase or one word or one notion, and then it will help you from there. It became easier to say no after my kids were born Mm -hmm. because I just don't have as much time or energy. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is math. It comes down to that. Like, I don't have the time, and I won't, I will die. (laughs) Like, if I will die, if I'm stretched that then, yeah. There is a tool that I'm going to give a shout out for that finding your why exercise. It's by, I'm a branding consultant, so I watch a lot of Simon Sinek's uh, mm-hmm. work, and he actually talks about the most successful brands, and this can be a personal brand too. Know their why first. Apple does it very well, but if you just Google Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. He has a whole toolkit on his website yeah. of how to find your why. I love that. Yeah. I love those exercises. Because <laughs> you get to know yourself better. Because sometimes you don't even know that there are those things from your own childhood. Or, you know, you have sometimes it takes someone to, or something. Julie Solomon is another great one. Uh, she has a podcast called The Influencer Podcast. Yes. And she's, you know, she's got worksheets and stuff like that where she's going, well, like, what, what are you trying to influence? Like, you have to know that before you go to someone and say, hey, I want to collaborate with you because it's not all about how many followers you have or how many people are watching you, but know how many people are watching you and then take responsibility for the people who are watching yeah, you. Find take your res- voice. Yeah, find your voice. Take responsibility for what it is that you're telling them. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah that's so tough in today's social media too, not to try to 
I mean, I'm big on like not rewriting something, but you still have to find your own authenticity in that, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, you you talk about finding your mark. Yeah, yeah, I and have, how important. Yeah, it is. I have a little Facebook group, your social mark, and I just I tell people it's like really like simple. Stop making it so complicated. What like what sparks you? What are you the best at? I remember I was in this other women's Facebook group, and it was just it was like eight hundred women. And they all really, when I dug in, because we had this list of everyone's business, when I dug in, everyone's business was really different. Mm -hmm. There was this woman making these intricate mermaid crowns Mm -hmm. and selling them for like 600 bucks. Oh. Very successful. (laughs) She was selling mermaid crowns. Right. But like she found her path and she went with it and had made a business out of it. Is this the six figures? No. Oh. No, it's not that one. This was a different group and you got to list, it was all moms and you got to list your business. Like you got Mm -hmm. to contribute to this list so you can collaborate. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just so interesting that all these businesses were so different. Yeah. You know who was really, I met someone the other day that was really inspiring to me. We had a, just a brunch and it's called Latinas Who Brunch. And so I got together with these Latina women and everyone was going down the table and saying what it is that they do, what it is that they're looking to do, what they need help with. And I just, I love those women's tables where everyone's just being really sincere and honest and we're there to help each other. And she started a, like her product is Chili Gummy Bears. And she, they're called, yes, very specific. And they're called chilosos because oso is a, is bear in Spanish. So she calls them chilosos. And it's gummy bears that are just, that have like the chili powder on them. They're so good, by the way. She was not the only brand that I've seen that has done that. And so immediately off the bat, she was like, here's who I am. Here's what I do. But by the way, I did not invent this. This is my own recipe. And when I found my own recipe, I just really believed in it. I went full force. So I was struggling at the beginning. But then this mom over here introduced me to the specific event. I took my bears there. I'm now debt-free. And I'm like, wait, what? And she goes, yes, from gummy bears. (laughs) And I'm like... This is so inspiring and incredible when you find something that you want, you do it well, and you're passionate about it, and you just take it to all the places that you want to take it, and it does amazing things for you. I love this topic. I'm so passionate about this because this is all about, you know, like helping each other rise and not competing, and that's what women, I think, struggle with the most. There's just so much space at the top, and it doesn't matter if it's gummy bears or what kind of crowns was it again? Mermaid. Mermaid crowns. Yes. No, but... It's, it's seriously, what is your edge? What is your unique selling point? For her, she thought it was her recipe. For the crowns, I have no idea. But there could be other crowns on the market. But it's about what passion you have and you're putting into it. And I really think that's important for people because a lot of the times we get stuck on the negative. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the market's so saturated. Yeah. yeah okay. So find something that's going to be different about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of podcasts. Hopefully you listen to ours. <laughs> but, you know, it has to resonate. It has to feel right for you. And it's the same for anything, you know? And sometimes people are talking about the exact same thing. Exactly. But someone says it in a way that just vibes with you and even though the other one might be really successful you're just like no but that's the one that I like she speaks my language or whatever it is and so I might be speaking someone's language or my you know a colleague of mine or even my competition might be speaking your language either way you're gonna stick out if you're being authentic like you were talking about Liz and oh my manager used to say just to go off of what you were saying Laura my old manager Susanna Pass used to say 
there's plenty of room at the top. Only the bottom is crowded. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, yes, I need to remember that every day of my life. I like that one. Yeah. I made a new vision board (laughs) this year. And I and on it, you know, you cut out the oh, magazines yeah. and, and I found the word relax. And so I put the word relax and then I found another like phrase that said there's room for everyone. So I just put relax, there's room for everyone. You know what? I wish we had glasses because on that note, I would pop this <laughs> awesome bottle of champagne that T got us, which was like the kindest thing Fair. ever. And yes. I would toast it right now guys. because I think every woman should just go after her dreams yes. and just yes. do it. And don't get down on yourself when you do start feeling that competition because every day is a different struggle. We're all women. We all want to be the best and I think we come from a society where up until just recently it was somebody has to be the best it's a doggy dog world the crabs in a bucket what are the best mothering styles what are the best you know there can only be one woman boss in that company so who's it going to be and even though we're more open-minded now and even though there's a lot of this talk of finding your authentic voice and you being secure in that there are some days when you're insecure there are some days when I'm insecure and I look you know as I look on Instagram and I see some mom that I'm just like wow you're just not tired at all ever are you <laughs> and I you get that feeling it rises up don't get down on yourself because that's what will spin you you know into the spiral just literally reset like that so that's why I put it on my vision board I've been doing this for 20 years obviously there's something to it for me but there are those days when I have to go and look at that and go nope I'm not gonna I was feeling it I'm not gonna do it Jenna Kutcher she has the gold digger podcast and she always calls this what you're talking about comparisonitis you know and we do it we're all so guilty of it. Women do it. I feel like women do it a lot more than men. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's all about mindset. You've got to help get your head over it. And, and that's why sharing these stories and, and just hearing T. Lopez has her vulnerable moments and moments where she's insecure about something just like everybody else. The exercise you know? <laughs> that I feel like has been the most powerful for me when I'm feeling that way about that woman who just got that huge promotion or about that mom who's just doing it well. When I see that picture, instead of me hating on it, it's not always easy. I compliment it. I force myself to comment something awesome. It just gets you out of that space. And usually they respond and they're responding to, you know, in a a nice, and it just, I'm like, okay, I was there for a minute. Now I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, since you're you're so passionate, and, and I could sense it, just even ask you to join us on this podcast journey, you've, you've really just been so kind. But I, I believe it's because of your mission and your why, and you, you talk about this universal mom tribe. Tell us a little bit more about that. I just, I, <laughs> so when I first got pregnant with Ellie, my older daughter, she's five, I... I'm Mexican. Everyone around me has babies, right? And I have a lot of sisters, and I was always taking care of kids. So I never felt the need to look for more female energy outside of my own sisters and my family. Like, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends growing up, to be honest. And it wasn't because, you know, I I didn't like other females. It was more just because I just, there was so much female energy at my house. I was just like, I'm good. There's (laughs) enough. And so when I got pregnant, I, same, I felt that way too. Like, I, I was fine. Bregan, who was my co-founder at Mom Life Yo, was a student of my husband's at one point, like years ago. And she learned how to DJ from my husband. My husband has a DJ school called Scratch DJ Academy. And so he came home and he said, do you remember my student, Bregan? She's pregnant. And so, you know, when you're pregnant and she's pregnant and I'm like, 
so. He tried to and hook she, you up. Yes. <laughs> totally. And he goes, well, she really wants to get together. And I'm just like, I mean, sure. Like, I think she's nice. But I, I just, I was just, I was, I didn't see the need. I just didn't because I was fine. I wasn't going through anything crazy. She Regan, was. if you're listening, by the way, <laughs> no, she don't. was talking high, high, high <laughs> accolades about you earlier. Well, we talk about it all the time. We're really honest about each other. And she's like, I chased you down and I made you be my friend. So we end up, you know, getting together. And after a while, we start talking through pregnancy stuff and like, I okay. The lights keep turning off in here. <laughs> we're too, we're too electric. We're too still. That's the problem. <laughs> so she, I just, I didn't realize how much I needed another mom friend to bounce off of someone outside of my family. And don't get me wrong, I go to my sister for so many things because she, her kids are older than mine. I go to my mom for things. But when you have other moms who you didn't grow up with, who like then you realize what the connector really is because you didn't grow it's up like with a them. Secret club. You have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you had nothing maybe in common with them other than the motherhood thing. But then when you connect on it, it becomes everything. everything. And I realized then that there was something to it. Obviously, that we are really connected and that we do go through the same things her things were not my things but when she talked about them with the conviction that she was feeling I felt it and I was like yep I've had that feeling in a different situation but I've had that feeling and I mean that's where mom life here was really born from was were those conversations of me leaving her house just feeling like relieved relief because I could say the things I wanted to say. I wasn't going to be judged by it. She could understand what I was going through. And who knew? I didn't know that that was going to be the case. And then Mom Life Feel was birthed out of that because we thought, well, if that's how we're feeling, maybe that's how other moms will feel if we talk about these things. So, yeah, it is. It's a universal connecting force motherhood. And, you know, whether you speak the same language, it, whether you, even with Brigan, she's got boys. I've got girls. She's a single mom. I'm married. Like, and we still, it's just, the mom thing is something we, it just connects us all, you know? It's like the red thread. Yes. Yeah. It feels good. I just, I like to encourage other moms a lot. Like, just growing older, I feel like that's something I've done. And I think maybe I'm a little crazy out in public because, like, I don't, I'm drawn to, like, making sure moms know they can have a friend. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. always like, hey. And I kind of bust in on their little circle, but I don't care. You're you the Bregan. That's You're the breaking of I am. Thing. I'm always trying to make new mom dates. And you don't know how much we needed you. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, for the, sure. the non Bregans need the Bregans. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> okay, so before we wrap things up, I just wanted to you mentioned your husband, DJ Hoppa. Yes. And I have to give him a huge shout out. I told my husband already about this. I need to tell you. I okay. don't know if I did. But he has started a podcast called Tribe Called Dads with DJ Spider. Yes. And I listened in on your last podcast. He did a little teaser. Yes. About three songs. They so so they like to do like a top three. I mean, they're yeah. men, right? So they don't like they don't necessarily want to sit down and have the full out like let's ha- hand out all of our feelings. They're just like, what are the top three things that are going on in your kid's life right now? Here's what I'm dealing with, and they're both in music. And so you know, he's a DJ. He goes out and he plays all kinds of different gigs. And when you become a parent, you start realizing what the lyrics actually say. I found myself <laughs> doing it in the car this morning because of that episode. And I was listening to a song I really like, and Aiden and I usually dance to it, but then I started really listening to the lyrics, and I was like, I have to turn this off. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this isn't appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the songs they 
talk about is Bruno Mars. And your sex takes yeah. me to paradise. And so DJ Spider was going, my five-year-old son has been singing this. And I'm just like, wait, is he going to ask me what sex is now? Like, is it just going to blow over? Should I change? You know, and so... I, I guess I don't even think about it as much I do, but I'm also, like, have become that mom that I'm just like, what do you want to hear again? Hickory right. dickory dock? Sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, the DJs are all into the music, so they're, they've become very conscious of that. You know, things that you don't know dads are actually thinking yeah. about. And Hapa also has been in entertainment for about the same amount of years, 20 years. He has had radio shows, TV shows, and this is the first time he's doing something that's really personal because he's always interviewing artists and mm-hmm. celebrities or or you know he's on tv himself being interviewed and so this is the thing where he's you know he's being dad and it's a really interesting thing to listen to especially for moms because what dads Think just about. like spill their guts or talk about you know like dj spider at one point was like i don't know what my wife does when i'm not like i don't know how she has all that energy i get home and i'm playing with my kid for an hour and i'm wiped like is she in the backyard doing cocaine or something and <laughs> I'm just, and I'm shocked at what they're saying, and it's making me laugh out loud. But these are the actual thoughts going through his mind, and I'm like, who knew that you guys thought about that? So yeah, it's called a tribe called Dad, and I'm it, excited for yes, it. I want yeah. my husband to listen in. Actually, I might listen in <laughs> because, ladies, I want to know what the men are talking about yes. too. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's exciting. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I guess I just want to send off every podcast episode that we do. I want to send off with one tip you have for Lady Boss Mamas out there. So the tip that you think they need to hear the most right now. The tip that I would love to leave you with and the tip and and what I've really been focusing on in my own life right now is just to, to be conscious that we're not just raising good grown-ups, we're raising someone else's mom, someone else's dad. So we just, you know, when we're teaching our kids values and patience and sharing and all these things, we're like, okay, because we want them to be a decent person when they grow up. But we don't think past that. We don't think, but then they're going to get married and have their own kids and teach them what you're teaching them. And so even more so than my own business legacy and what I want to, you know, ignite in the conversations that I have on TV or the radio. Even more so, because I feel like Mom Life Yo, the T. Lopez brand, will probably die with me when I do. So what I am really leaving here, how I am really affecting the future, is what I'm teaching my kids because they're going to teach their kids and they're going to teach their kids. Like if we stop right now and think about what we learned from our mom and it's probably because she learned it from her mom and she learned it from her mom. Like it has passed down through the ages and it has affected the way we live now. It's affected the way we think about the world. It's affected the way we vote. All of those things. And so I try to be more in, in a way that is not as much pressure as it feels like I'm putting out right now. But just in the in the little things. In the little things when, I, when I'm teaching my kids I'm like, you know, these are things that I hope that not only they remember when they grow up, but when they have their own kids. And if they have their own daughters, especially, you know, these things we're teaching about womanhood and loving yourself. And we'd actually be pouring more champagne right now if we could <laughs> for the recent election, the midterm elections and all the women and all the first. Like I wrote a post about it today. It just excites me so much. And talk about changing the future. I mean, it's change coming. Change is coming. So I think that's a wonderful tip that we're leaving a legacy for our kids and it's important to raise good human beings for generations to come. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Thank you guys for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited to, we'll promote your podcast, obviously. We are, all of our handles are at Mom Life Yo. My personal handle is at Official T Lopez. And yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Hey, Boss Mamas, let's hang out some more. Find us on social, Instagram at LadyBossMamas or Facebook, and tag Boss Mamas Mindset. And we would love if you share this with a friend. Let us know what your favorite part of this episode was or your big takeaway you had during the interview. The best comments will be featured on our next episode. It would also be really sweet if you left a rating and a comment on iTunes so that more people can find out about us. Thanks for listening to Boss Mamas Mindset. We'll catch up with you real soon.